Welcome to episode 54 of Rouge One, the human music episode. I'm Boop Kevin Yost. Head in a jar, Bop Ben Rogers. Hmm, I like it. Bent Gould. And Sud was uh, abducted by aliens and forced to build pyramids on an alien planet. Uh, so he will not be joining us this week. If you are uh, here looking for the ever-popular Game of the Year podcast, that will be next week, uh, once we are all present. So, uh, I guess just fuck off until then. No, listen to this episode. No, don't. It'll probably yeah, be good. Don't fuck off. No. It's gonna be a banger. <laughs> Please don't fuck off. Please. We love you. Uh, before we get started, I want to go ahead and plug some of our social media uh, if you want to find out more information about us, mostly uh, when we post episodes, check us out on uh, Facebook and Twitter and Gmail uh, at Rouge One Podcast. And then we also have a subreddit that's uh, just R Rouge One. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and do that. Shoot us an email. I don't know. Uh, let's, yeah. Let's go ahead and get started. Matt, what have you been up to for the last two weeks? Oh, my God. Oh, man. Has it really been two weeks? It has. Um. Well, <laughs> I've been up to pretty dismal amount of things. <laughs> um. Just living? Uh, yeah. I had to spend a lot of time resting. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I was doing that. Um. <laughs> Not really feeling up to doing much. So that was a really... re- you were a reverse vampire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Just <laughs> shooting blood into people's necks. <laughs> um, but when I did uh, start to feel better... Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> Not there I, yet. I um, watched uh, Jojo Rabbit, the um, fun little cute nazi film <laughs> i'm sorry what <laughs> <laughs> um it's a you know the the takawatiti directed talks about, talks about it's uh, a it's about like you it's about youth hitler or hitler youth well no the the main character jo, uh jojo he's like a little eight-year-old kid it's who an unfortunate to, name he he aspires to be like part of hitler's like secret personal guard or whatever so he like is this little kid who wants to be this top dog nazi <laughs> what's his stand um, what's his stand what matt doesn't understand these references matt ben. oh i want to i want to make these references so badly <laughs> but um <laughs> it's an interesting story because like uh jojo has an imaginary friend who is uh hitler <laughs> and um <laughs> so Hitler shows up uh, periodically and um gives words of advice to a young scrapping lad. Is it advice? And um well sometimes <laughs> as the movie goes on at the beginning of the movie it's advice but as the the plot thickens it becomes less advice and more kind of like <laughs> him just bantering and going crazy because he's Hitler. So his uh, imaginary Wa- version is pretty accurate to the actual <laughs> Hitler. Taika Waititi plays Hitler, 
And a funny story <laughs> behind that is um, <laughs> they couldn't find anybody. No one was coming to any of the casting for it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, reluctantly, he just did it kind of like whatever, you know. <laughs> and uh, it kind of shows in his performance a little bit. Like he doesn't really seem like he's like, fuck, I'm just, pl- <laughs> I'm going to just phone this shit in. Yeah, but I mean, still be yeah. kind of. Like in some scenes, his mustache is like off kilter, <laughs> and it, it see it that's, changes. that's the curse, man. That's the no, curse. no. It, it like changes size and stuff, but it's like <laughs> who cares? It's fucking hit you. Like you're not gonna like but care if the, that's, they that's, didn't like. I feel like if you're gonna make a movie about him, you you just and you're gonna you're gonna do it. You're gonna play the role. I think you just gotta lean in as hard as possible. <laughs> but they didn't. Yeah. That's, that's why I'm a little upset about it. <laughs> They're just kind of like, obviously, just like he has to be part of the movie in a way. So it's like, whatever. But it's like his accent is just like, sometimes it's just not even. <laughs> like, it's just him being his normal self. Hey, Takawadi. where are the Jews at? <laughs> <laughs> just like a New York accent out of nowhere. No, not that. But uh, I'm looking for movies. how do you say the Jews? <laughs> <laughs> the movies oh. and really funny. Like yeah, it has some pretty uh, good performances from like Sam Rockwell and oh nice uh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, Rebel, <laughs> Rebel Wilson's doing her typical like <laughs> thing. Um, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. There's some, there's some heavy quotes above that. <laughs> But uh, really good movie. The the plot. I don't want to like say too much about it because really, it goes into you some gave us enough. Spots. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I say it's one of those movies. It's just kind of like like you watch it and you're just like, I don't really know if most of our society is like capable of understanding the actual like meaning behind this movie, <laughs> and like not just kind of like. Some people might watch and be like, ha ha, Nazis. <laughs> I feel like, like that's how, that's definitely but, um, how a lot of people feel about Nazis on the screen. It's really interesting because like the movie takes place like in the middle of Berlin with like some people who are pretty like wealthy looking in terms of like whatever 1940s Nazi society was i don't know but like it seemed like they're pretty <laughs> high up there like upper middle class like upper class mm-hmm. and um so it's pretty like far from the war in a way but like as we all know like the war eventually does come to berlin and it kind of catches up with the movie very fast and it's really cool interesting way cool. how they kind of like spin this cute little like kind of coming of age story with this little kid Kind of discovering, yeah, and you know, Hitler's there, and they're all Nazis, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it's a coming of age so. story, and Hitler's there. <laughs> um, so yeah, check it out. Um, I will say, another thing looking, I did just uh, like googling pictures of this, I feel like Fred Armisen was a strong second <laughs> if Taika Waititi had a bow out of being Hitler at any point. <laughs> Um, a game I played, which is new, mm-hmm. although it's not new because 
it's kind of breaking one of the cardinal rules of the cast. Sud talked about this game a lot uh, before, but uh, <laughs> Sayonara. Rules. <laughs> uh, Sayonara, uh, Wild Hearts. Oh yeah, oh, man. <laughs> the phone game um, turned into console game. Well, yeah, I picked it up on the Switch. I didn't play it on my phone. I don't really do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, it's a really cool game, like really cool experience. It's kind of like it reminded me a lot of um, Journey, where you're just oh, kind of okay. like going through. The stakes aren't like incredibly high, and as long as you just kind of like follow the path you'll win. You know you know what I mean like <laughs> I yeah, guess that is <laughs> that is not the game I would compare it to at all. And like I would compare it to just any like standard endless runner you can find. Well yeah. Um cuz really I mean that's cool, um I mean like it's not an game. endless runner but no but, um it um takes from a lot of the really old retro rhythm games that kind of like birthed the genre like way back like man i forget the name of it but there was this one where you're just kind of like this um figure like this little 3d box man figure floating around and the beats are going crazy and you just kind of like move the cursor around and Elite beat agents. Click the things. That was another really fun rhythm game. That <laughs> was. But um use dancing yeah. to solve people's problems. Um I kinda had a interesting experience listening to the album a bunch before I played the game. Because like Sud recommended like the album was yeah, really good on its to, own. I listened to the album before so, the like, game too. When certain parts of the songs that I knew were like swelling, I was like, Oh, I know it's about to get like pretty mm-hmm. good like i know this section of the game is gonna oh, yeah. increase in coolness and it did <laughs> <laughs> um i don't think sud talked enough about queen latifah being the narrator um definitely not <laughs> highlight of another highlight of that game uh just she latifah. just has an, a, a soothing uplifting voice and even <laughs> when you're like losing she's like hey would you like me to skip this section for you <laughs> Or I don't know, but like, <laughs> I keep hearing her voice in the back of my head all the time. <laughs> she just narrates Matt's life now. Yeah, yeah. Matt serves up an order at work and it's just like silver medal. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking forward to kind of like going back and playing through it um, on the endless album mode where it doesn't oh, cool. break in between each level. See, like, um, I also uh, like bought and downloaded this over the weekend, and like I was just not that into it. Uh, like the music and visuals are obviously incredible, but like there's so fucking much going on with the gameplay. Like I can't navigate lanes to collect hearts and do the rhythm music stuff and fight wolves. And appreciate <laughs> the aesthetics. It's just—it's too much. My brain doesn't work on that many levels. See, like it was a good breath of fresh air for me because, like I said, I was feeling like shit for like a whole week, <laughs> and like just playing this game where it was just like pretty low, like just you know, like at the most, ex- you're just moving the 
joystick back and forth and pressing one button. <laughs> Literally any You know what I mean? They, well, yeah, they all uh, work. But Kevin thinks that's too much. But um, it, is. it was just good to play, you know, like a, a game where that's just like you just, you know, go. And you didn't have to think too much about like like the next game I'm going to talk about, which there's so much shit that it's like almost overwhelming. You just kind of like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> This was not. I don't. I didn't feel overwhelmed. That was a good, pleasant ride. I can't imagine what you're going to talk about felt, that made you feel overwhelmed with Sayonara Wild Hearts. Did not. Well, uh, I started playing Death Stranding, which is a big, overwhelming experience, <laughs> and I still don't even know if I'm playing it right. And I've been playing for <laughs> like. I probably put like 20 hours into it already. Matt's like, I've made 20 pizzas. I don't know if that's what I'm <laughs> supposed to be doing. <laughs> but, but here um, you go. <laughs> the game is like, I feel like it's one of those things where it's like you either, it's it's like one of those perplexing split down the middle. It's like you're either going to love this game or you're going to hate it. And, like, you'll probably figure out pretty early on if you hate it or not. <laughs> I know. Um, and I've never more wished a game would have a demo <laughs> because I don't <laughs> want to have that yeah. experience after buying a $60 game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it was probably smart on their part that there was no demo or <laughs> early access or anything. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm people one of those people who... <laughs> like strangely love it and it's probably it might just because like a, a huge kojima fanboy to begin with i mean mm-hmm. like i'll never forget the first like time i saw middle gear solid on moving on the playstation one it just like blew my mind i was like this is like the best action movie i've ever seen but it's not an action <laughs> movie and we're playing it you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh, it was one of the first movie uh games that really kind of bridged that genre or not cinematic genre, I don't know, divide. But like, yeah like where storytelling became cinematic yeah and, i mean kojima still has that in this i mean a lot of times it plays out like a movie like you can just you just sit your controller down and wait 20 30 minutes while you're yeah, watching sometimes literally <laughs> according to Sud, <laughs> the final cutscene is two hours long <laughs> yeah um there's a lot of stuff comes at you really fast and like it seems overwhelming but you can just kind of like the game allows you to sort of like coast through it in a way (laughs) where it's just like i know there's a lot of shit on the screen just just come over here you know (laughs) you'll eventually understand what it all means it's kind of like the matrix you know like you're looking at all those weird little green shits and you don't understand them but the one dude's like yeah I, I get it all so it's like eventually I feel like I'm gonna I know kung fu <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so I'm just gonna keep trucking along with Death Stranding kind of abandoned control which is kind of sad because I really liked control but I was just like anytime I'd boot up the PS4 I felt like putting my time into Death Stranding because it seems like such a bigger investment Definitely. And I don't want to. I don't want to like definitely lose. Like get uh two thirds of the way through and just kind of like taper off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Truth. Like I, I'm seriously so because 
Like, I I have not watched any gameplay of this, and I feel like Death Stranding could be a game that sucks me in really hard. But I also feel like it could be a game that just makes me really angry out of the gate <laughs> and just angrier There's... every minute I play. <laughs> I would like to see that, though. So you shouldn't just, you know, dive right into it. Yeah, I should just buy it and stream it and see if I can yeah. kickstart my streaming career off the fucking heart attack I get from the blood pressure rage. Yeah. <laughs> um there's a some you know like one of the my favorite elements of like uh breath of the wild is uh how like traversing the map is kind of like um one of the conflicts of the game itself you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> having to get to point a to point b and sometimes you have to you can't just go in a straight line you have to maneuver yeah. around rocks and path you know. around a river and stuff like that yeah <laughs> So it's like that's a big element of Death Stranding is kind of like, you know, you can't just go in a straight line because you'll. Isn't that like the main element of Death Stranding? <laughs> Pretty so far, yeah. I haven't really. I don't know. I'm sure there'll be more elements thrown at me as I go along. Um, yeah, that's definitely one thing I need to learn to deal with after uh, having played so much uh, Skyrim back in the day. Where, like, it would be like, fuck you, no, I'm going over this mountain. <laughs> right. I refuse can... to not, <laughs> as the I will, crow flies. I will walk diagonal and spam jump, with, and I will I eventually mean, get over With the thing. tools at your expose, at your exposure, you can just, you can, at some point in the game, just, you have enough shit, you can be like, yeah, fuck it, I am going to go over this mountain. <laughs> um and, uh, That's the other thing, is, like, I want to see what this whole, like, community like building roads and zip lines and everything is but I want to pay fucking sixty dollars for it. <laughs> um just wait till it drops in price. Yeah. Um I have some interesting takes on this game that I'll probably wait until Sud's here to discuss them with because he's the only other person who's played it and he would understand it. So I'm just gonna yeah, I'm just going to kind of wait until probably when we talk about it in the Game of the Year cast. That's fair. Maybe I'll beat somebody up who has it and take theirs. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not paying $60. <laughs> I've made it um, very clear. <laughs> I didn't really uh, get into a whole lot else. Um, so, yeah, I'll pass the baton off to, uh, you know, the the one and only the 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 reason we're all here uh do you know it will be kevin's turn i was like i My. still feel like it could be either of us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i mean you can give ben a bunch of credit for something i'm sure <laughs> boom roasted ben <laughs> um also having played shit that sud had talked about previously <laughs> Uh, I I don't remember if I even talked about this previously. I don't remember when I started it. Uh, but I played and I beat Control. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, again, like that is 110% the 
SCP the game. Like, there's no way they didn't have that wiki open, yeah, like on a second monitor when they were doing this game. Just shows you um, that SCP should have put more copyright laws. <laughs> well, because like, to the best of my knowledge, and I don't have all the SCPs memorized by any means. I I don't think they directly copied anything no but they're like like, people love creepy shit let's invent some creepy shit you know the the concept is like fucking dead on yeah like there's no way the like the elevator pitch for both of these is the exact same fucking thing um but it's just done so goddamn well in control Mm -hmm. um because like i (laughs) i had the realization that, you know, there's all kinds of, like, hidden areas and, like, side rooms and stuff you unlock as you move on. And I opened one room and there was, like, a chest inside. And I was disappointed because there was only a chest and, and there was no documents. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, I don't give a shit about the chests. I want the documents. <laughs> I want read stuff. I want more shit to, like, tickle my balls about all the mysteries going on at the Federal Bureau of Control. Give me that lore. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And I will say, like, that is definitely a thing that drove me harder than the gameplay itself when I, like, think about it after the fact. Because, like, I enjoyed the combat. Like, it's really solid combat. But, like, if I had a game that was that combat without the mystery component, like I would not have enjoyed it. Um, I don't know if I would have beaten it. So like the world building and the lore and the, you don't like, think the combat alone could have carried it. Cause I really enjoyed the combat. I, I mean like some people really fucking love it. And like, it just did not, uh, have you unlocked the jukebox Ben? No. So this isn't even a spoiler because it was DLC edition after the game came out. It was a free DLC. It's essentially just like a horde mode for you to do after the fact. Or like you unlock it before the game's over. So you can start doing it before you beat the story. But it's just a bunch of... It's like an area you go into and you fucking kill a bunch of hiss and um, like get mods and shit for it. and so, like, I did it once, and I was just like, I just don't care. Like, <laughs> the combat isn't good enough for me to now just do that on its own. Well, the, I mean, it's pretty standard, like, uh, for, you know, what it is. You're, it's a third-person shooting, over-the-shoulder shooter with yeah. psychic powers. I well, mean, and that's... they've been done before. You know, there's plenty of games in the past, you know, that have this kind of thing. Yeah. But, like... It's done well, which is, you know, credit to it. But, like, yeah, I mean, it, it, at some point it does feel like a, almost like a, a throwback, like you're playing a game from a previous era. Yeah. Um, well, and I watched a YouTube video from a YouTuber called White Light, um, who made a really good point that uh, one issue with control and the combat and everything is that... Um, the gun is interesting, like, the service weapon is interesting in the different forms you get, but, like, by and large, it just pales in comparison 
to just fucking chucking yeah. a, yeah. a tractor oh, yeah. into a guy's face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, it's, I mean, it's kind of like in Half-Life 2 when you get the gravity gun. It's just like, that's the only gun you use. Yeah. <laughs> you just throw toilets at people for the rest of the <laughs> But, like, the issue is you get the gravity gun in, like, the last third of Half-Life 2, and you yeah. get throw, like, 20 minutes into control. Yeah, it's all reliable. Yeah, and so like in no whatever like what circumstance you're in, you can usually use yeah. it to pick something up and throw something. Like if there's yeah. nothing around you, like chunks of wall and floor just come up. So it's not like you can. It's not ever. You never run into a situation where you can't throw anything. Yeah, um, and so like I don't like I don't think it's bad at all. I just don't think the combat uh, could carry the game on its own. But I think it could do a lot better if it took some tweaking. Like, I think it's something they could do with the DLC, uh, depending on what kind of, like, new weapon forms or, uh, you know, powers they give you in DLC. I think they could really spice that up. Um, But, like, again, the world and the story is amazing. I love all of the characters. The models are fucking gorgeous. Like, every time you talk to Emily Pope, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, it's like, I believe like, those lip movements, you know, when, when you're talking. Yeah, like, it's almost as good as just the fucking CGI from Rogue One. Like, you could just fucking slap Leia and Tarkin in there, and they wouldn't look out of place. <laughs> um, I fucking, I was a huge sucker for any and all Alan Wake references. Um, There were fewer uh, references to Max Payne. And I don't think literally anybody knows if there were any references to Quantum Break. Nobody played that game. (laughs) If they referenced it, it flew over everybody's head. Um, One thing I was amazed by is that somebody pointed out uh, there is a hidden message in the uh, closing song for Alan Wake's American Nightmare, where if you play that song backwards, there's a message that says, uh, this will happen again in a town called Ordinary. That game and song came out in 2012. (laughs) That's cool. Yeah, they have been (laughs) playing the fucking long con... (laughs) On this fucking story. So who knows what else long cons they got planned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I fucking super enjoyed it overall. And I'm psyched for the DLC. Uh, I'm waited with bated breath. I I did play it on uh, PC. But I like double checked. And outside of uh, having to find like one or two more hidden like areas. I did everything I would need to to check off the Platinum Trophy. It is a fairly easy Platinum Trophy. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. I'm excited for the DLC. Um, it's definitely... I, I'm not 100% sure, but it's fucking a potential contender for Game of the Year for me. Yeah, same. Um, I'll have to play it more. Hopefully, um, maybe I can double down on it this weekend. Do it, man. Again, like, I put 45 hours into it. You can cut that way down. I, (laughs) because, like, part of the issue is, 
I fell uh, asleep with it on. <laughs> yeah, that's I, I mentioned that in the group chat that I don't know how much of that is an, a factor mm-hmm. of just like leaving it on the main menu and not actually quitting yeah, yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, it counts as, um, counts as gameplay also, time. Also, there are a couple times uh, one thing you need to learn how to do is the uh, board countermeasures, the like mini quests they give you to like kill 10 enemies with headshots or kill five of this enemy or whatever. Uh, feel free to fucking abandon those all the time. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, they're not worth grinding out. And like, some of them are absurd. It'll be like, kill snipers in the executive sector. But like, if you run around in the executive sector, it'll take you three and a half hours to find one sniper. (laughs) And the rewards aren't worth it. So it's just like, if you're going to be in the maintenance sector, sure. Grab some stuff for the maintenance sector. Otherwise, just like grab and abandon those until you're getting stuff that might be relevant to what you're doing. And if you don't complete like all your missions when you're in that area, just huck them, you know? Yeah. Like (laughs) most of the rewards are just mods you're going to disassemble anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) But if you get any side missions that appear in like the actual mission lesson, do those. Do all of those. The side missions are always, like, really great and usually give you really good rewards. At the very least, they give you ability points. Uh, the board countermeasures you can fucking largely ignore, though. Because uh, I think that's where a lot of my time came from, was trying to grind out board countermeasures for no oh, reason. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, before I finally gave up. Um, another game I played that uh, one of us had already played was Toe Jam and Earl back in the group. <laughs> Look at oh, that. boys, you <laughs> fucking funky boy. I did. I got real fucking funky. Um, I, weird game. <laughs> yeah, I talked about this when you talked about playing it. And, like, I fucking... I played it every now... Like, I never owned a Genesis. Some, like, friends I knew growing up had Genesises and... Fucking everybody had this game. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know if it just came with the Genesis. It feels like everybody had Toe Jam and Earl. And, like, I would play it and I never had any fucking idea what was happening. <laughs> it was just pressing buttons and watching things happen and having a very yeah. loose connection of what I was accomplishing. <laughs> That's um, how I felt like gaming, like, before age 10 was just yeah colors and buttons you know <laughs> and so it was nice playing back in the groove which is a modern game and has tutorials and tells you what is happening and what your goals <laughs> are uh even then it's yeah, still kind of like yeah your goals weird. are still just like talk to the babes the the goals are just get the ship and make it <laughs> like just progress through the levels and get your ship parts. Uh, And so, yeah, it's... And the thing that blows my mind is... uh, I don't know if you guys have checked. Toe Jam and Earl is on the Pocket Goes. Um, And so I was playing... I didn't! Oh my god! I was playing the original Toe Jam and Earl, and like, it is just the same game. Like, Back in the Groove is almost identical... With, yeah. like, a couple new Earthlings and some good Earthlings and upgraded graphics, mm. but, like... Yeah. But, like, I was just like, oh, Better my... Better frame rate. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's 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 improved in, like, every way, 
but it is very much just the game better, which blew my mind. Because like going back and playing it now, I was just like, oh my god, I understand what this game is now, and it's it's weird as fuck that that was a roguelite <laughs> for the second Genesis. That was like well before that really existed as a genre. Yeah, the other Toe Jim and Roll game is different though, which is weird. Oh yeah, the Return to Funkotron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I man, I hope they come out with more games just so they can name shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like uh, kind of like you said before, like it's it's just like a really chilled out, simple <laughs> thing, like. It it yeah, has a dude. fail state. You can take damage and die and lose, but like, yeah, by mm. and large, like at the very least, one of the biggest improvements they made is your walking speed. The walking oh, yeah. speed in the original Genesis game is so fucking slow. It goddamn kills me. Um, and so yeah, like I think it might still be free on Twitch games. Which is how I got it. Oh, um, wow. And so yeah, strange. It's, it's a it's a fun little game to just like relax to if you don't if you've just been like over pressed and you can't bear to think about anything. <laughs> just put on some fucking toe jam and earl, collect some spaceship parts. Yeah. Get fungi. Yeah. yeah. Get, get, <laughs> hang out with some some earthlings. <laughs> Um, I was really glad to see how, uh, cause like playing through the tutorial, like difficulty, um, was like so easy. It worried me. And then like, I, after I beat that and like set it to normal, it was like reasonably difficult again without being like overly taxing and re- <laughs> re- uh, ruining the chill groove i had going on <laughs> that's important yeah <laughs> you gotta always stay crunchy <laughs> um uh another game i uh i managed to beat uh was sparklight i doubt you guys have even heard of this game i had not nope uh it showed up on that origin access i'm subscribed to um, it, it came out kind of late 2019 and it's just, I, I assume it was a Kickstarter game. <laughs> I didn't find any kind of like backers area or anything. Um, but it's a cute steampunky, like it's steampunky in the sense that like your home base is on kind of a weird balloon platform <laughs> and you're like you have a wrench hammer as your main weapon, but like the majority of the game when you're running around in the world is not steampunky at all. Um, it's honestly very like Zelda ish. Um, like if you, if you look up videos or whatever, it, it fucking, it's just Zelda, like link to the past kind of feeling to it you know it's that like top down like running around swinging at monsters and (laughs) taking out bushes to find money and (laughs) items and stuff um and so it also has kind of like a rogue light aspect to it too in that um 
the concept is the world is fracturing. And so every time you die, it fractures again and like rearranges itself. Mm. And like, (laughs) that doesn't super amount to much. It's not a terribly difficult game. Um, there are five bosses and two of them I one-shotted. Um, but it is like just a cute little game. Um, it um, You can find like mods to your hammer that uh, that's how you increase your health and increase your magic and all that kind of stuff. Um, it It's definitely flawed and I beat it in about like nine hours. Um, but I, like, aesthetically, it's great. Like, it's super cute and fun and lighthearted, and it was just, like, enjoyable to play and, like, look at on the screen. Um, I just wish it had gotten, like, fleshed out more. There were just aspects to it I wish had been built on, um, because they have, like, gadgets, where it's just, like, one's, like, a remote-controlled balloon that carries a bomb, and you can use that to, like, fly into enemies. Except it's so goddamn slow that, like, <laughs> you're never gonna goddamn use it. And there are a couple, like, there was, like, a slingshot gadget. And, like, again, it did no, no damage. Like, I'm just gonna walk up and whack it with my hammer because it'll die in a fourth of the time. Um, and again, it was just short. Uh, it had like fun little characters but none of them got any real development and the game ended too fast for you to like even try getting attached to any of them so it was a really cute but flawed game um i would have loved like i i think i'm gonna keep an eye on this developer and see if they do other stuff because i think there's like some real promise in what Sparklight is. Uh, like, I'd give it a solid 7 out of 10 Kevins. Um, mm. But, like, it definitely had the ability to hit <laughs> 9 or 10 if they had <laughs> uh, built on top of what they already the potenti- had. Potential two more Kevins. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of potential. It's just wasted mm. down the drain. Unfortunate. And again, I don't know anything about fucking the backstory for this game. It showed up on Origin Access. It looked cute. It ran well on my Win 2, and so I played it when I was stuck in North Dakota. <laughs> so <laughs> that is all of the research I've done into it. Um, but yeah, so it was cute. I don't even know what it costs normally, but... You can pay $100 for a year and beat it in 10 hours. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, that's and a that's, sweet deal. Yeah. That's really about all I had going on. Ben, what did you do? Oh, man. Oh, man. Ben, Ben, Ben. I watched a show that was a book, but then it was a game. And now it's a show. Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah, I watched. <laughs> I I read the <laughs> novel <laughs> from the hit movie Street Fighter and the Legend of Chun Li. <laughs> nope, I'm talking about the hit show on Netflix, The Witcher, or just it's just called Witcher. <laughs> 
But uh, it's good. It is good. It um, is very good. Yeah. I <laughs> I need to finish really, watching. It. I was a little hesitant about Superman playing the Witcher <laughs> as uh, Geralt of Rivia, but he does a really good job. Um, yeah, I take... mean, well, they're they're pretty uh, stone figures, Witchers. So, yeah, stoic. And... He doesn't have to emote too too much. Yeah, I mean, it helps that he played an alien who didn't understand humans, and now <laughs> yeah, he, he now he's basically an alien like, who doesn't understand humans. So, you it's have a him good like fit. Bl- blank face, slightly curious face, angry face. Make some quips, <laughs> some funny quips. Quippy face, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's good stuff. Um, it uh, it follow it does not take place during the most recent game, The Wild Hunt. It takes place um, uh, during the first book and uh, a lot of the first game, from what I have seen so far. I haven't finished the series yet, but I'm almost through it. So far, it's just been all good, and I don't see it. I don't see it faltering. How much knowledge of either of those things would you say would be required? Uh, you can go in blind because they're kind of. I've go, I've gone in pretty blind, and it. I I mean, I I definitely know that there's like a layer that I don't get. Yeah, it's it's like it's like um it's like Star Wars. You know, there is layer just to just to piss off Sud when he listens to this. there is there is layers to it but you don't need to have you don't need to know the backstory you can Mm. it'll add more to the experience but other than that you can go in blind and it's great like i'm sure some of the locations and environments like names and places and yeah yeah exactly i'm i might not quite be like wow i might be like oh that looks cool (laughs) oh Oh, that looks just like how i read yeah that's you know what i mean yeah exactly you got it you got it yeah yeah Yeah. people people should definitely watch it i give this like nine out of ten bends i would say what can bring it to ten more tits. Uh, I mean, they've been pretty gangbusters with that already. <laughs> That's why it's got nine bends. Um, <laughs> if Danny DeVito shows up as Dandelion, I'll lose my shit. <laughs> that means nothing to either one of us. <laughs> nope. Well, you understood two of those words. Yeah, Danny DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> shows up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine you guys would just light up after that. <laughs> no, but it's I'm great. here. I'm in the Witcher. <laughs> Daddy DeVita. <laughs> Look at my eyes. <laughs> I'm going to wait until I've beaten all three games. Whoa. That's a intense. <laughs> You're not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, have, you haven't watched any of the John Wicks. You're not going to play any of the that Witcher is- games. That is only 111 hours, according mm-hmm. to howlongtobeat.com. Oh, wow. Oh, what an interesting site. <laughs> and that's without any of the DLC. Is it just like a search bar? Could you just say your dick and see what comes out? <laughs> have you not used howlongtobeat.com? No, I have not. Oh, my God. You fucking. 
killing me. <laughs> is that how you play games? It's like, oh, it's, it's gonna take too long, I'm out. Kinda. That's how I've been deciding uh, what to play before we do Game of the Year. Oh, okay, fucking, that's fair. I'm just gonna be like, oh, how long is this? 82 hours? Yeah, I'm not gonna beat Kingdom Hearts 3 before we record Game of the Year. Yeah, not with that attitude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quit your job. Do it for the pod. No, just, uh, you know, call in sick. <laughs> yeah, for four days. <laughs> Get a doctor's <laughs> note. Give up yeah, sleep. he'll understand. It's like, I need a doctor's note from you so I can play video games. <laughs> <laughs> like, if I had a nickel for every time that happened. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was that was one thing I watched and really enjoyed. Another thing I decided to check out on Netflix uh, was called High Score Girl. Oh, man, is, I told you about this. You did. I bullied you into watching it. You were like, you should check this out. And I had seen the advertisements for it on Netflix, and I finally decided to check it out. It is a slice-of-life anime that follows two middle schoolers in 1986, right at at the height of arcade fever in Japan. And so it follows this one kid's, like, journey to trying to be a really good Street Fighter player. And the uh, super rich mute girl also plays Street Fighter. And so they they have a little friendship and such. And, you know, it's a slice of life anime. So it's like, oh no, I only have enough quarters to play three games. You know, it's those are the high stakes involved. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really interesting because uh, he talks a lot about um, the history of those games and like the limitations of so it's like you get some knowledge about like what was going on at the time and stuff like that which i find really interesting like you know it's it where it's when, yeah and it, you know it's like where they came up with the terms turtling and stuff like that like <laughs> it's it's just super interesting and if you have a love of arcade playing in the arcade you know that classic classic experience which doesn't exist anymore unless there's beer and alcohol involved (laughs) uh it's a it's it's great for that i i I say if you were born in that time you should definitely check it out do the stranger things kids show up no and there aren't and there aren't any elder yeah there aren't any elder (laughs) gods that show up either (laughs) But, uh, you know, it's pretty entertaining. I would give it, like, six bends. I'm not, not a lot of bends. I'm yeah. not, I am it's not, like, I am not a slice of life anime uh, kind of guy, five. but I, but I tried, <laughs> I tried it out and I liked it to some relative extent, Cool, but not, but not that much. But, I don't know. I, my anime needs are very delicate you should check out vinland saga man i need like the anime vikings is dope you know giant naked people eating normal little normal (laughs) sized people you should check out attack on titan that's like exactly (laughs) what that is (laughs) that's like the kind of anime i like 
<laughs> you should been like, <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, have you checked out Sailor Moon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the later seasons get weird. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, once you get past episode 20, things get odd. <laughs> I like Sailor Moon. <laughs> I used to uh, wake up really early and watch Sailor Moon on Fox. Followed by Digimon. <laughs> no, this was like um, when it was on like the weekdays. It'd be on like at like six in the morning. Yeah, they also get had up Digimon before in the school early. to watch Sailor Moon. Yeah, fucking true fan. Fighting evil by moonlight. I know what I'm getting you for for your birthday. Body pillow. <laughs> yeah, Sailor like. Moon Funko Pops. <laughs> Favorite. I'll burn them. <laughs> Favorite Sailor Scout. Go, and it better be Jupiter. Jupiter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bonding like, moment. Yeah. Sailor Moon is pretty OG. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, I also played Control. <laughs> But and all the things Kevin said, <laughs> I say them too. Great good game. Contribution. I, yeah, yeah. Also Ditto. great game. Yeah. Also great game. You should play. Uh, Do it, Matt. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, I played some more fighters. I don't think I'm gonna get higher in rank. I think I've peaked at Super Saiyan three. <laughs> Which it's commendable. Is still, <laughs> which is still like, like, like Goku was like forty-seven before he reached Super Saiyan three. That's true, and I'm only thirty-three. So take that, Goku. I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking dumb idiot. <laughs> he is though. Yeah, he's pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah, man. That's like that was a really lame week. <laughs> <laughs> I did not do a lot. You should Good play enough. Death Stranding. I'm probably going to play Witcher 3 again. Ooh, Send yeah. me Death Stranding, Matt. I'll fucking play it. Um, Believe it or not, downloaded it. What? Just send me your entire PS4, you coward. <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked. Wouldn't it be easier just to give you my information and log in and download, you know? Like- not for me. <laughs> Yeah, he wants like, it physical. He's you uh, now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to buy it physical, but it was on sale for a better deal on the PSN to download. That's how, that's how they get you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're one of us now, man. <laughs> Google Gobble.